What is up, my guys? We are back for episode 96 of the Juice Box Podcast. As you can see, and if you're listening, your boy Juice, he's here by himself, man. Just got done watching and rooting on the Wheeling Moon Dogs and the Barstool Sports Hockey Fest. Shout out to the boys for making it to the championship game. Uh, very, very cool watching you guys. Shout out to JT for live streaming that. I can't wait. I'm sure next week we will get a bunch of stories on everything that went down with the boys. Never been to Detroit. They are in Detroit, Michigan. Got to see a homeless dude on one of the one of the live streams. And I'm just trying to get comfortable here, man. I'm sitting here by myself, scooting up, scooting back, adjusting the microphone here a little bit. Let's fucking take off. So, first and foremost, episode 96. Again, really no big or sig- significant numbers with 96, I don't believe. Um, I know, well, I take that back. The fucking Denver Broncos won the Super Bowl in 1996. Actually, no, they didn't. I think it was 97, 98. But who gives a fuck? It must have been off season. Doesn't really matter to me. But... This is kind of weird. Um, I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to try podcasting by myself. Uh, I got a lot of, a lot of good guys that I listen to that do it. Kevin Clancy, Chris D'Elia, Theo Vaughn, even our guy AJ Bucon. Man, it's uh, this is definitely weird. You know, looking to my right, looking to my left, there's nobody there. I get to see my girl old Hazy Poo though. She's napping in the corner. I was lucky enough to be able to babysit her these last couple of days. And things have been going well. Um, It's definitely been a tough change. As you guys know, JT moved out. He's now living on his own. And with that, which I knew this was coming, old Hazy Pool gets to move over and live with him. So it's nice to spend a couple days here. Um, The house definitely stays clean. Wink, wink. Shots at JT. Can't defend himself. But... It's, it's just, there's something about having an animal, man. I mean, anybody that has an animal knows that it's just that feeling of unconditional love, I think. You know, when, when you get to, when you just get to sit around with your animal and just hang out and you get to sit there and cuddle or whatever it is, you, 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 get, that, you get that feeling of just like relaxation and calm. And I, I uh, myself, very, very much enjoy that. Um, so, yeah, shout-out Hazy Pooh, sitting there in the back, taking a nap and doing her thing. So let's just touch on a little housekeeping thing. So we finally got the new computer set up, as I'm sure you are aware and were aware if you are an avid Juicebox listener. Last week while we were recording, I think it was about at 2.48, you probably heard me say, Oh, sorry, needed to check the computer. The disc popped up and said that it's not able to hold the record function or whatever the fuck it said, but it just kept recording. So anybody that's familiar with GarageBand knows that when that red line's going and you get to see the little tickers going up and down, normally normally that means that you know we're, we're recording here. And get to the very end, walk over to the computer, save it, and shout out Brooke, she saw me, so I didn't delete anything. I know there's skeptics out there that are like, oh, Jake, why are you controlling technology, dude? You don't even read books. 
oh, Jake, yeah, there's no way you know what you're doing. Dudes, I don't, but I'm figuring it out and I'm learning. So shout out her. She saw me, went and saved that thing, and all of a sudden everything disappeared. Um, and that was rough. You know, we, we, uh, it was very, very much on brand, but we haven't had a mistake like that really since we started recording at this table. So once that happened, very, very bummed out. We were sitting around. Weekends have been busy. Um, we didn't really know what we were going to do, truthfully. We, we thought, oh, fuck, we're going to have to meet on Sunday and record right before or what's going to go on. And then the light bulb went off. And then I realized, well, you know, we were recording this video as well. So we just said, fuck it. Use that. Shout out to you guys being able to hear me pee. I'm at the end of the video. I didn't realize how good these iPhone camera audio quality tings are. Um, so, yeah, so I, shout out to everybody for riding through with us because I know it's definitely not as fun listening to something that doesn't have as exquisite audio quality as we normally do. I'm going to take a sip of my water. So, might as well get this started here. Um, as you guys know, we were running a two-week giveaway for the AirPods, a Juicebox t-shirt, hat, and some Cloud8 gummies. Thank you for everybody that participated. Um, definitely, definitely means a lot as always. And we pulled the winner today. So just want to give a big old shout out to our guy, Luke Fahey, my man. You have won the giveaway, the Juice Box podcast giveaway. So we'll get with you. We'll get you the AirPods. We'll get you a shirt. We'll get you a hat. And we'll get you some gummies. And if you're lucky enough, maybe we can do those gummies together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, so shout out Luke. He is the AirPods winner. Uh, Luke definitely is a day one supporter and a day one listener, so I do always love seeing that. Um, I used a tool that I've never, ever used before. It uh, It's like this wheel generator thing, and I typed in all the names, and you, you hit this button, and it goes for a whirl. Maybe I'll upload the video to the Instagram as well. Smart idea, as I'm thinking while talking. And... It just spins around, and it was pretty close. Shout out our last winner, Nate Bakaitis. He was he was almost the two-time champion of the Juice Box giveaway, and Luke just squeezed it out, man. He just squeezed it out, old big nose Chance. Almost got those AirPods, and, you know, fucking Chance, he would have been like, oh, fuck yeah, AirPod winner, man. Fuck, coach, yeah. So shout out our boy Chance, man. Um, damn, so where in the fuck should I begin? So let's just, let's just talk about it here. Big, 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 big Dave episode this week. Uh, very, very much enjoyed it. And I very, very, very much feel like it was much needed in today's society. Um, all about just killing that ego. And as this, as this, um, show keeps rolling, and keeps going. It's it keeps getting deeper and deeper. You know, it definitely I'd say season one, as we touched on, and if you guys have watched it, way more comedic than this season. But it's it's hitting hitting strings that it just makes you think about real life. You know what I mean? And this whole episode was about him trying to find himself because he's 
in a writer slump for his new album, and it was a whole story on how you need to kill your ego and realize that you know, like at the end of the day, it, egos ego is a wild thing because I'd say, in my opinion, you definitely have to have a big er. You definitely have to have some sort of ego if you want to be successful. And I'm not saying everybody has to, but I feel like ego, ego is something that gives you that edge, gives you the determination. Like if, if, if you can tell yourself like, yo, I'm the shit, I feel like you are more motivated to work. But then on the other spectrum of that, you also could find yourself being so cocky and being so self-centered that you definitely could probably ruin relationships, ruin friendships and whatnot. Um, so that's why ego to me is very, very interesting because in everyday life, you know, you see people, you can tell which people have big egos and you can tell which people have little egos. And it is kind of fascinating. The next time you're walking around, just pay attention, man, how, how people act. And, and uh, it's, it's very, 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 uh, uh, hmm. I'd say it's, it's very normal to have an ego. Um, not everybody probably has a big ego, but I think has, having that ego can give you determination, like I said, to get things done. So that's why this episode was very, very interesting because you kind of thought he was going to, change the way he acted in his process but once he actually met his ego his ego basically told him like listen man keep this energy that you have keep this emotion that comes with the art that you do but just you know dial it back a little bit you know filter out all of the insecurities of why you have the ego and figure out how to harness the ego itself, which is definitely, I'm not going to sit here and say that I've been one to have a giant ego. I mean, I'm, I, I like to have fun. I like to joke around. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I feel like I'm just as good as a people person as everybody else. Um, but that's something I'd say over these last couple months, hell, years now, I've learned how to channel energy in a different way like i wouldn't say i wouldn't say i think differently i would just say that i learned by meditation going out in nature putting my phone down putting my phone away i've learned how to use use my natural brain uh instincts for good and I feel like that's exactly what this episode was trying to explain to people. You know, take a look in the mirror. If, if, if you're having trouble, if you're having anxiety all the time, if you're worrying all the time, um, if you feel like your life's very stressful as everybody's lives really are and have been these last couple months, maybe instead of just telling yourself that you have anxiety or telling yourself that there's problems or telling yourself that you have these specific issues, instead of vocalizing it and programming your brain to 
to think that these problems are normal, to think that these problems are always going to be around. Um, you know, like they always talk about manifesting destiny and manifesting things and talking things into existence. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a full believer in all that stuff. But I feel like another aspect is if you're talking anxiety into existence, if you're talking stress into existence, if you're talking problems into existence, you're never going to be able to change the way your brain works if you yourself don't decide to make a change. Um, and I, you know, I feel like that's a big thing. And I, I feel like that's, that's a, that's a serious problem that's going on in today's day and age. Um, listen, I know people have anxiety. I know how people have problems. You're fucking listening to one and you're looking at one. But I also know from experience that if you can figure out how to stop telling yourself that you have these issues, you're going to slowly realize over time that your body and brain fixes itself. If you can feed yourself with positive thoughts or maybe not even fully positive thoughts like just okay things like normal things it doesn't have to be anything extravagant doesn't have to be anything crazy um but just tell yourself like you know i'm gonna have a good day today um i'm gonna do i'm gonna do something different today maybe i'll take this road home or maybe i'll help pam unload her groceries or maybe i will buy a coffee for jim at work you know change the way change the way that you do things in a subtle way it doesn't have to be drastic change but if if you if you find yourself constantly running into all these problems then i think you need to realize that the only way you're going to fix these problems is you and i think that that that's what that episode really was touching on was how you and how us as people, if you can figure it, like he was in one of those hyperbolic chambers. I mean, I, I know people use those, and I, but I know everybody doesn't have those accessible chambers. So, you know, if, if you can just figure out how to tap, tap into that workplace in your brain and, you know, figure out a way to eliminate the stresses on your own, over time, you're just going to be driving down the road one day and just looking out at the, the rain, the snow, the clouds, the sun, whatever it is, and you're finally going to realize, like, holy shit, I'm not as cloudy as I used to be. Holy shit, my brain is much more clear, and I'm much more in tune with everything that's going on. So... Shout out Dave, man. Great fucking show. Great fucking show. A lot of, lot of things that happened this week. I'm scrolling my notes here, but I'm trying to, trying to just go off the dome. Um, looking at my shirt here, you know, we got Jacko's third scramble coming up. Absolutely bonkers that we're coming up on the third scramble, man. You know... That goes to show how fast time truly, truly flies. Because in my brain, I still still haven't told myself yet that he's passed. 
And it's kind of interesting that I get to do this one-on-one podcast, even though I know everybody's going to hear it. I've never really talked about talked about my feelings on it truthfully. Um I you know, I go out and when I see people, I do my best to always be happy. And I do my best to always try to shine positive light and positive energy on people. And yes, I do. I do feel that way for sure. But I also I also want people to realize that, you know, it's it's not an easy thing losing a best friend, man. And for all of you people that have lost one or close family members, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I'm just kind of talking through how I feel and what I went through here. And shockingly enough, it's it's something it's something that never goes away. You know, I I, I think about moments and time spent with that man every day and it was one of those friendships where it was just a kind of understood thing that you know we basically hung out every day talked every day and as all of you close suckers know you know we were 2k gods we were nhl gods wasn't that good at Madden, wasn't that good at college football. I'm not going to sit here and act like I was, but I am the 2K GOAT. It's neither here nor there. I just have to let that be known. Uh, thanks for the 50 shots. Shout out LeBron, shout out the Lakers. I'll get there in a sec. But, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's just it's very interesting. It's something, it's something, I hate to say that you get used to it, but you you eventually figure out how to harness those sad at least myself I'm not can't speak for everybody but you figure out how to harness those emotions and harness those feelings that you once had that might have turned you sad or upset or made you cry and and you you learn how to transform those moments and those times into fuel um you know that 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 was a very very tough day for me and i have no problem talking about it i am here by myself so i'm actually sitting in the basement the exact basement when i heard the news very very shocking tough day and i i I think the reason the reason it was the the reason it was so tough is because you take you take the days with your friends and family members for granted. We all go to sleep every single day just telling ourselves that that next day we're going to be able to see and talk to these people that we love, trust, laugh with, you know? It's it's one of those moments that it hits you so hard that you your body doesn't your body and your brain doesn't even know how to register exactly what happened um i was downstairs down here in the stew right behind me painting these walls white and you know i get a phone call i live right by the hospital went down there and you know when it, when i saw when i saw the doctors walk in the room man it, it again it's like it's that feeling of there's no way that this person's going to get taken away from me. 
And it, 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 was, it's, it was weird to see, weird to hear. And I'm getting goosies right now. You, you just run through the emotions. And the fact that we're running on three years of the scramble is, is fucking crazy. Um, you know, a, April 19th, all the 19s, it'll always be weird. And I just, I just feel like, luckily for me, I was able to figure out how to harness this energy in a semi-positive way. I, I always tell my friends and other people when we, when we talk about it, it's like, you know, you can be sad. No problem with being sad. No problem with mourning. There's nothing wrong with it. And I feel like you need to have that process. But I feel like the issue that I ran into is I never really gave myself time to really sit back and think about what happened. Because I found that the best way, well, I thought was the best way to handle this was by always drinking, always stressing, always telling myself, oh, the, the, this is going to be the anxiety that I live with forever. You know, this stress, I'm always going to have this stress. It's never, ever going to go away. These problems are never, ever going to go away. And why not get fucked up every weekend? Just get hammered, trashed. Get so drunk that you cry about it. You feel like that's, ooh, excuse me. You feel like that's what you need to do to handle and manage those situations. And when the shutdown happened, you know, that was the first time, truthfully. March of 2020, April 2020, that was the first time where it was like, hey, man, like, you're going to have all this time here. Let's change it up a little bit. And I know a lot of people went the route of drinking and getting fucked up every day. Can't blame them. I mean, nobody had anything that they were able to do. So I really can't blame people for for going that route. But I decided that that's not the route that I wanted to go. And truthfully, I, I'm learning over time that I hate drinking, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like drinking in the social setting. Um, have, a couple, have a couple seltzers or two. You know what I'm saying? Maybe an RBV, Red Bull Vodka. You know, those are good. But I don't like to get hammered anymore. I don't like to get hung over because that feeling triggers all of the anxiety and stress that I once dealt with. And I feel like I'm, I'd be doing myself a disservice if I put myself through that because I know how hard it is to fight out of that feeling and I don't like to preach but that's I just sometimes wish people would realize that like close friends family members you know if something's wrong you're gonna have to change what you do what you eat how you act to change that feeling it doesn't just go away it never will just go away it won't just disappear overnight as what I once thought it would but, again, it's like I, I cherish those moments, cherish all those memories. I'm looking at a picture right now of me, Jacko, and JT in Pittsburgh at Heinz Field. That was an awesome day. Day after my birthday, 
We got to meet Vaughn Miller's dad. Shout out my dad. He's a crazy son of a bitch. He's always just trying to walk walk up and talk to people. He doesn't give a shit. And we got to meet Vaughn Miller's dad. And, you know, that day was absolutely incredible. And there's so many other days I can think about. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for the world, man. Like, growing up and when I was born, if somebody would have knocked on my door or, or that little crane with the baby in it in the basket and when I flew down and plopped down like on the Grinch or whatever it is or all those cartoons and my little letter thing, if it literally, if it told my parents like, hey, this young beautiful, energetic, physically fit, gorgeous man, Jerry Scott Nixon Jr., a.k.a. Jake or Juice. He's going to have a choice. You guys have a choice. You can decide this for him. He's going to find a best friend, a friend that they will do everything together. They'll talk all day. They'll never want to be apart. They get to do all of these amazing things, go on amazing trips, have amazing group moments, have amazing friend moments. But when they turn 26, that person's going to disappear out of his life. And your son is going to have a hell of a, hell of a time navigating and figuring it out. Or you can check this box to where you don't have to worry about that. Things go in a different direction. Different things happen. Wouldn't trade it for the goddamn world, man. Tyler Addison Jacovetti. It's my best friend. He will always be my best friend. And I want everybody to know that's listening that, yeah, I still have rough days. I, 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 I don't want to go around acting like I'm handling this perfectly because I know I kind of... I'm not as active in what I'm doing on social media and things. I kind of keep my life private or I try to unless I'm having fun. Um, and it's, it's one of those situations where I, I kind of want to be, I kind of want to be that guy that if somebody goes through these problems that they can come and talk to because I, I prefer honesty and I prefer truth when it comes to handling things. It's not easy. It'll never be easy. Those feelings will never go away. But with that being said, nobody can take those memories from me. Literally nobody. And I love that dude so much. I miss him so, so so much. But I know he's here with me. I know he's here. I lose things now. Never used to lose anything. Kid would have lost his head if it wasn't connected to his body. I uh, Much more relaxed, much more calm. It's a trait that he had. Never really got worked up, you know, emotionally like I used to. Um, he was a, He was a relatively healthy cat, man. I mean... Hold on, water break. Ah, ASMR. He ah. was a healthy cat. Worked out every day. Ate relatively good. I mean, listen, 
everybody has their cheat days, but he ate relatively good. Worked out all the time. Very, very good motivation for me. Can't say I work out, <laughs> but I try to eat healthy. Um, I'm trying to get there, and I know that's a trait that he gave me. And always forever, forever in my life, I always said, everything happens for a reason. And I truly, truly believe that. I don't know why this happened. I'll never know why that moment happened. But I do know that that moment has made me a better person. It's made me a better man. It's made me realize that I need to cherish friendships, cherish every family moment. Why do you think I'm always trying to buy fights for people that like fights or have parties here and, you know, get people around? One, yeah, it's because I not I don't really enjoy going out that much anymore. I'm not going to say I hate it, but I don't enjoy it, uh, feel comfortable here and things like that. But two, I just like to see people have fun, you know? I like to see everybody have a good time. And I, I like to know that I'm able to facilitate these fun times. I'm lucky enough that I have a beautiful backyard. You know, I, I, get, to, I get to hang out with a lot of my good friends often. And that is, that's why I do that. I like, I like to see people smiling, joking, laughing. I know we're all getting older. Um, and I know... Hell, a lot of my friends are engaged. One's about to have a fucking kid. One's about to be a dad. How crazy is that? One is about to be a dad. Shit. Girlfriends, fiancés, um, they're all great. But I also think that's one reason why we do need to keep doing things together and creating memories together and having fun together because... Even even though we're getting older, doesn't mean that we have to grow apart. With that being said, you know, you do learn over time also to kind of go back to the Dave ego thing. Some people around you, you might love them, but they might not be good for your mental health. It might not be, it might not be positively benefiting you. Because lifestyles might be different. Um, Things that people go out and do might be different. And you shouldn't feel like you have to do those things, you know? You should feel comfortable around everybody. And, you know, there's a lot. I have a lot of friends that I feel comfortable around. But the older you get, I feel like having that small, tighter circle is the way to go. Just my opinion. Just one gorgeous bearded man's opinion. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm right. Definitely don't think I'm wrong, but it's what's great about all of us having opinions. But yeah, to go back to Jacko, third scramble, get a steak fry. Hopefully we don't get the rain like last year, but I will say Brady says it every year. We won. We won the golf scramble. Brady, Alex, and RJ finished. Didn't see any of you guys finishing. So, by fault, that's what you call a dub. That's a dub, yeah. That's a win. So, shout out, shout out that man. Love that dude so much. 
appreciate. I appreciate him on what he, what I've had to go through to get to where I am today. Because as crazy as it sounds, everything happens for a reason. I'll never know why, but I wouldn't change it for the world. So, shout out him. Got a funny fucking story though. We'll we'll we'll, fl- we'll flip the script a little bit. So as you guys, well, you guys may not know, I have a traveling job. I am a uh, territory manager for a specific company, which means that I go around um, across the whole state, traveling regularly, staying in different places, have, have a lot of me time. So I have to find ways to entertain myself. So I was in Morgantown, home of the West Virginia Mountaineers. Graduated from there. Yep, graduated. Did you? Probably not, but I did. I sitting in my room getting ready to eat, and my and my work phone rings. Strange number. Says it's from Jamaica. You know, being me, the first thing that pops in my brain is I wanted to answer the phone and be like, yo, man, what's up, man? But I knew it's probably not the best thing to do. Um, what do they call that? Culture appropriation? Whatever the fuck that means. I don't know. But I answer the phone, and... Very, very heavy Jamaican accent. And the guy just picked the whitest name. He's like, hello. He's like, uh, I'm not going to do the accent. He's like, hello, this is Mike Richards from Mega Millions. I just want to let you know that you just won our drawing. And I'm, I'm sitting in there thinking in my head, I'm like, first of all, I know what number this is. It's from Jamaica. Why would somebody from Jamaica be calling about the Mega Millions? And let's be real. Is there anybody in Jamaica that's named Mike Richards? Could be doubt it highly doubt it but i'm not gonna sit here and say that there's not a mike richards though so i just start giggling water break i just start giggling in my head and i'm like hey man no i appreciate it i'm good uh can you please take me off the call call list this is my work phone gotta get going have a nice day hang up Beep. sit the phone down my food just got here, getting ready to start eating. Same number calls back. Same exact number. So I answer. Guy goes through the whole spiel again. Gave him my spiel. Trying to keep it cool, calm, kind. Hey, man, not interested. This is my work phone. Can you please take me off the call list? Boop. Hang up. All right, cool. Calls for a third time. Man, did I change the mood and tone real quick. Because one, I knew it's not a Mega Millions guy. Two, they're not even blocking the goddamn number. And three, there's not a fucking Mike Richards that lives in Jamaica. Answer the phone. He goes in the spiel again. I'm like, dude, why do you keep calling me? I'm like, I know you're not for the Mega Millions. I know you're calling me from Jamaica. Will you stop calling me? brilliant guy starts busting out laughing i hear him and his buddy in the background they're both laughing so i just start laughing too we're all laughing together you know a little banter goes back and forth and he's like why don't you pay me to stop calling you i had to think about that for a second i was like why would i pay you to stop calling me and you know you hear the scams people calling there's probably an old old dude Southern West Virginia, Northern West Virginia, Iowa, who probably just gave this dude like a thousand bucks. Not me. 
He wasn't fooling me, man. He wasn't fooling me. So I just told him. I was like, bud, why would I pay you for you to stop calling me? And then he goes, well, I'm going to keep calling you. And I, I was like, well, guess what? I'm going to keep fucking answering. Long story short, hung up, blocked his number, never called me back. But it, audacity. Maybe, maybe, that, maybe that's what I'll do is my side hustle. I'll just start calling people and saying, hey, this is Jake from Mega Millions. You just won the drawing. Can I have your bank account information so I can deposit this money? Who knows? Could get rich off of that. So thought you guys might get a kick out of that. If not, really don't care. Um, I'm just telling you what happened this week. So thanks for listening. Shout out the Juicebox Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Juicebox Pod. Subscribe, Apple, Spotify, Juicebox Podcast, baby. Fucking grinding. Next big news. You heard me say it already. I'm sure we'll talk about this more on Wednesday on TTP, the Tobacco Pipe, the other podcast that I do with my two trusty colleagues, Doopies and T, Young T. Carmelo Anthony to the motherfucking Lakers, baby. And God damn it, don't drown. I'm excited as fuck. Listen. I know I'm not the biggest LeBron guy. Makes it even more exciting for me because that was Jacko's favorite team was the Lakers, if I'm being completely honest. Jacko's favorite team was the Lakers. He's always was a Kobe guy. Always went against it. Lakers suck, yada, yada. But now, now I get to root for the Lakers. It's like everything's coming full circle. Melo might get that ring. Melo might get that ring. And if that happens... A lot of people got some splaining to do. A lot of people got some splaining to do for me, to me. Trying to tell me that Carmelo Anthony's a cancer to teams. Trying to tell me that Melo's not good enough to win a ring. You're talking about the United States Olympic GOAT, Carmelo Anthony. You're talking about the Syracuse national champion, Carmelo Anthony. You're talking about a guy who never, ever, in his prime, really super teamed up at all. Yeah, when he went to the next, Amari Stoudemire was there. I'll give you that. But, yeah, also, Amari was injury prone. You got to give me that one. He led the New York Knicks, I think, as semis. Hell, I mean, I think maybe this year they made the playoffs, but I don't think they made the playoffs since that moment, since Melo left. I'm excited. I want to see Melo win a ring. I want to see a squad of old heads. You got, I think, Wayne Ellington. Wayne Ellington, 2K stroke sharpshooter Wayne Ellington on the team. Anthony Davis. Oh, how can I forget? Russell Westbrook. Yeah, ball hog. Doesn't matter. Russ is a fucking dog. And if you think that LeBron ain't going to put Russ's ass in shape, you're fucking crazy. You're fucking crazy. LeBron is the coach. And the Lakers are just about to win the finals. Dude, I don't know what to tell you. I just, I don't know what to tell you. I, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think of things to say about it, but true tale of the tape is they're going to be fucking nice, man. So shout out Melo. Shout out the Banana Bros. Uh, very, 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 very exciting stuff for me, for sure. But let me run through my notes here. Oh, uh, let's take a look. Yeah, Big Brother. Listen. 
I don't really get Big Brother airtime talk. I get it because people don't watch Big Brother as ex- as closely as I do, at least in my friend group. Um, it's heating up, man. It, it's 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 a very very exciting season, very diverse season, and it's the first season. Me and my mom are talking about this. It's the first season also that there's really not a couple people or some people on there that you just can't fucking stand. Uh, Premise of the show, if you don't know, they put 16 randos in a house. They have head of household competitions, uh, put two people on the block. Somebody gets voted out every week. Veto competitions where you can win to take somebody off, take yourself off, you know. And it's, it's it's basically chess with people. You have to know how to tell people what they want to hear. You have to know how to lie, truthfully. You have to know how to keep a straight face. Um, And you just have – it's the ultimate people-person game. So very, very sick season of Big Brother right now. Um, I'll I'll start trying to talk about it a little more once they get the jury. It's still early on. There's only a couple people that have been voted out, but for anybody that hasn't watched it and likes those kind of shows like The Challenge, Survivor, X on the Beach, uh, Love Island, whatever it is, you should watch it three nights a week, Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday. Definitely definitely is one of those shows that gets you through the week too. Not a lot of shows are on multiple times a week. I think Love Island might be, um, but rarely, Rarely do we ever have these kind of shows that that is on multiple times a week. And every Thursday, it's a live episode. So that's exciting as well. Damn, my mouth just keeps getting dry. It's because I'm, I'm nervous because I'm solo dolo. It's wild that I'm actually sitting here doing this. I've always sat here. I always thought about, like, dang, wonder what it would be like to run a solo episode. Could I do it every week? I could. But I just gained a lot more respect for the people that I named early on. It's definitely not an easy thing. Well, people, it's starting to get nerve-wracking. I think things are starting to go back to the way that they used to be. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough to talk about this because you're going gonna to ruffle feathers either way. So the way I look at it as... Is why did I say as? I'm gonna see if I can rip this pen. Hold on. No, that one's clogged. Let's see if I can do it. We'll take a pause here. I broke through the the threshold. I'm almost there. Fuck yeah! Shout out Cloud Eight. Make sure to go to your local local smoke, vape shop, convenience store, gas station. Get that cloud eight in your life, man. Uh, it's another thing that's helped me relax tremendously. So I know THC, weed, marijuana, the chronic's got that stigma. But again, I think the stigma, it's, it's, a, it's a bad stigma. You know, it's the media. It's the government. It's trying to depict the way people look at things and you gotta you gotta formulate your own opinions on things so shout out cloud eight um i just i'll i just want to say this listen D- 
Do what you think is safe to do. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, you shouldn't have to wear a mask. If you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. If you don't want to get the vaccine, you should not you should not sit there and belittle people that are choosing not to get the vaccine. I'm sorry, that makes you seem like a fucking asshole. Why do you get to tell people what to do? How do we know that your way is the correct way? And people sit back and they'll say, oh, Jake, you know, vaccines, they've, they've saved people in history. And you're right. You're right. But I also know that probably everybody didn't get that vaccine. What happened to herd immunity? Nobody talks about herd immunity anymore. That, that, was, one of the, that was one of the biggest things. You know, everybody in terms of leaders were like, hey, herd immunity. Some people get the vaccine by that time. People either caught it and the and the virus will die down, and now all of a sudden we're do the same we're doing the same exact thing over again, because it's evolving. Like, listen, viruses have been around forever. Viruses will be around forever, and viruses will be on this planet longer than us. We're not going to defeat viruses. We've got to figure out how to train our bodies to be able to live with them. And yes, at times, putting something in your body to fight that is the right thing to do. But also, let's get healthy, man, like myself. I'm not working out every day, but I'm consciously doing better of putting vitamins in my body, trying to drink juices, uh, eat better, you know, treat my body like the motor vehicle that I drive. That's something that's not talked about. And I know the people that listen to Rogue and they're like, Jesus, dude. Yeah, it's because he's right. Nobody literally ever talks about Let's try to just be healthier. Let's stop waiting for things that, quote, unquote, will fix the cure. Why not be proactive, you know? I just don't get it. But that's all I wanted to say on that. It, it kind of seems like we're coming to a point where, you know, we're, we're rewinding the clock again. Um, you know, you're seeing a lot more masks. You're seeing a lot more states try to put up mandates and things, which is fine. Listen. Don't be a hater. That's another thing. Don't rip on people that wear masks. You know, if you don't want to wear a mask and you don't feel like you need to wear a mask, great. But again, it's you're the same exact person as the person that makes that thinks they're better than people that don't do vaccines. Who who are you to tell people that they shouldn't wear masks? You know, if somebody feels comfortable wearing a mask, let them wear a mask. And at the end of the day, I, I, I feel like it's it's just one of those things that we need to do a better job of, of stop trying to tell people what to do. Now, yes, there's laws and things like that. I know that. But we need to stop trying to tell people in a, in a cult-like way that this is the way to handle things versus this. Or that's a better way to handle things than that. Like... We need to work as a team. We're a unit. We are team humans, bro. We're team fucking humans. And we're not going to fight anything or make anything better when we constantly are going at each other's fucking throats. That's my tea on that. Um, I'm going to hit a little hypothetical here towards the end. I don't, know what, I don't know what time I'm on. I don't know how long I've been recording for my first solo. I feel like I'm doing okay. 
Hopefully. I hope that's not my ego talking. <laughs> Full circle, bitch. Um, so I saw that. Actually, I'm going to rip my pen before I do this. Get a little more exciting. You know, solo episodes, there are, there are going to be some pauses. I can't kick it. I don't even have a producer in here. My producer, she's a little white furry thing sleeping in the chair. And she's crushing it, too. It's that Skittle, man. That OG Skittle, boy. Bang, bang. If your belly button was a real button, what would you have it do? You ever think about that one? Normally, buttons do things. (coughs) You know, T-shirt buttons, they keep your shirt together. Some buttons turn things on. Some buttons turn things off. If my belly button was a real button, and I got, I'm gonna, and I got to use it once a day. I mean, I got, I'm sure you could use it all the time, but I wouldn't need it to use it. Need to use it all the time. It'd be fun to be able to push my belly button in, and my brain or my mouth would tell me exactly what kind of food. I need to eat at that point to stay healthy and not be full. You ever think about that? A legit portion control button. Like, you know, maybe I got a little blazed up, ate six tacos in the morning, and it's evening and I'm kind of hungry. No, I shouldn't eat. Hit my belly button. And like a Siri comes out and says, Jake, maybe you just need to eat some green peppers and some tomatoes and some cucumbers and some vegetables and you can use some dipping sauces i wouldn't eat more than this and that way your digestives will be running okay since you ate like a fat fuck earlier in the day how cool would that be dude i mean that is something that's something actually my belly button would be a health button wow yeah elon what are we microchipping people for microchip the belly button to be able to tell people how their digestives are running. And maybe, just maybe, we wouldn't have people with all these stomach issues, Crohn's, and all these fat fucks like myself. Help out a brother, you know? Damn. I'm just dropping bars. And another thing. The super conference stuff in college football. I'm not really not really looking forward to it. Not very it, it's not exciting stuff for me. Big time college football guy, but I do get nervous hearing and reading that all of a sudden everybody wants to go to the SEC in one conference. And talking about it extensively last couple week last weekend with a couple people. And it's going to it potentially could just change the landscape how college sports are forever. You know, it would make it like college football would just be like its own thing. And it would be run by ESPN. And I just feel like that takes all the excitement out of it. It takes all of the underdog, little guy energy and excitement out of what we strive to see every week. I mean, I know there... if you if you don't, I mean that's fine. But I know every week I'm rooting for at least one or two underdogs, and there's one or two close games on that shouldn't even be close. 
shouldn't shouldn't eat like there's no re I'm trying to think of one. Like there's no reason uh fuck. Uh I don't know. I don't know. Coastal Carolina and BYU, that's hard because B you know, I don't fucking know, guys. You use your goddamn imagination. Help me out a little bit here. I can't do it all. I can't tell you how to think. I can't give you ideas. You guys help me out. Start emailing questions back. Da T H A juiceboxpodcast at gmail.com. Let's get a little more fan interaction going. We love you guys. Dive in the comments. Dive in the DMs. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Maybe there's, you know, maybe there's some opinions you want to hear. Even if you want to set us up and get us canceled, do that too. At least you're trying and interacting. Luke Fehe, shout out you, buddy. Shout out ya. Very, very happy that you got to win the juice box giveaway. Luke is a very, very good guy. Was drinking a couple Teddy B's with him last weekend and uh, was very, very excited when I saw his name pop up. Shout out to the Wheeling Moon Dogs. Shout out the boys, man. Shout out to, first. Shout out to JT for broadcasting it, man. You know, I know he was doing his damn best, but the kid's right. There's no scoreboard. What do you want him to do? What do you want him to do? You really want him to count the whole time? What is this, backyard cornhole? Come on. And I hope I hope they all had fun in Detroit, man. Um, I was going to go. I just didn't, truthfully, I just didn't feel like going, if I'm being honest with you. You know, the, the idea is there. Um, I just, I work all the time, and I'm on the road all the time, and it would have ended up being I would have been out of town, you know, I only would have gotten one week, one night of sleep in my own bed over the next like 12, 13, 14 days. And I just don't want to do that. That sucks. Beach is coming up. Beach boys, beach bruvs. We sew out here. Very, very excited to link up with cousin Emmy and her fam. Um, catch me a tan, you know what I'm saying? Get that tan skin going. Very, very excited. So, Guys, I hope you enjoyed this. I I I, uh, I won't really know how this goes until I hear people tell me like if they liked it or if they didn't. Um, and I would very very much enjoy any kind of any kind of uh, critic criticism, praises, whatever it is, because this is something that I've thought about and that I've wanted to do for a while. See if I can run a solo pod, you know. I just I just enjoy this, guys. Like, I know it's weird that we're podcasting to some people, but it's just what I like to do. It, it's it's what I feel like. I This is the most comfortable I feel all the time. It's just when I get to get behind a mic and fuck around and joke with the guys and the gals. It, it, it's, it's, it's weird, but I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be talking on a microphone. Supposed to be talking in a camera. Some people think they're bred for sports. Some people think they're bred for video games. I'm bred to please your ears. Twitter and Instagram at Jerry Nixon Jr. Follow the Juice Box Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. People forget two T's. I'm signing out, guys. Very, 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 very thankful for all of you. Very, very thankful for the support, and I hope you appreciate 
me getting very, very deep and personal about the loss of, of my guy. And if people want to golf, there might still be uh, spots available for the scramble. Um, definitely buy tickets to the steak fry. Come through, hang out. Let's, uh, let's take this day. Let's take this day to rejoice a, 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 fellow, a fellow great dude, a real dude. And I actually feel like that's what, what a, why our personalities attracted the most is because he's just a real fucking dude. Not here to bullshit, man. Real, real goddamn guy. Thanks for looking out over me, man. Um, and I, I, I know that you, you've definitely been a part of helping me change my mental, mental mind, mindset on things. And I miss you, brother. I miss you, brother. And I hope and pray that you always are looking out over me, and I cannot wait to see you again. I cannot wait to shoot the ship. So big thanks to everybody. Um, Shout out Cloud8. Make sure to check them out. And shout out the boys. Shout out the Juicebox brand. Very, very exciting things coming, man. We're almost to episode 100. That's just when we got to dial it the fuck up. So everybody have a great week. Make sure to tell your friends you love them. Check up on your friends. Don't be afraid to interfere if things seem to be going awry. You're allowed to ask questions. That is your, that is your duty as a friend, to ask questions if, if things feel off. Because you don't want to ruin you don't want to ruin those friendships because you grow distant because of little petty things. So love you guys. Thanks. Have a good evening. Bye-bye.